0: Welcome to the Experience Quest, a talk show focused on exploring tabletop role-playing games and reflecting on our shared experiences. I'm Sarah, a host Erent, and today we're going on a quest. Hey everyone, this episode I'm going to be talking with Hector and Laura from A Few Burnt Hairs. They have a shop that they run, and they sell candles and cards and uh, all this cool D&D-themed stuff. It was a, a very organic conversation. I got to chat a little bit with Hector first before uh, Laura was able to make it to the conversation. And I hope you enjoy this uh, this really great episode with them. I had a ton of fun with it, and I think you guys will too. I mostly know you guys as uh, a few burnt hairs.
1: I'm Sarah. Um, we're Hector and Laura. Um, I'm Hector. Laura's currently... I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's upstairs, I think.
0: Yeah, no problem.
1: Okay, yeah, so she, she said she'll be down in a couple of minutes. But yeah, it's uh, just the two of us working a few burn hairs.
0: <laughs> awesome, yeah. I love your uh, Twitter account. It's been a lot of fun to follow.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is it? We mainly started. Well, we first started on Instagram, and that was two years ago. Um, we started a few burn hairs, and we didn't know what the hell we were doing on on Instagram, and uh, so we didn't even like want to touch Twitter because uh, from jumping from one platform to the other, we we had like no experience working with social media because even then, like even. Me and her, we weren't like huge on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like uh, you know, take taking selfies. So I think like we're both really private people, which I know running like a small business and things like that. People want to get to know the person, you know, behind the product, so we don't just come off as like a company. It's like a more personal connection with with the customer and then ourselves. So we, we've been trying to work on not being so private trying to go live a bit more on Instagram and stuff like that I'm um, trying to make more connection with people on Twitter um, but yeah I think these past couple of months we really started like working on the Twitter and trying to I guess manage and learn how to <laughs> run a Twitter I guess
0: <laughs> yeah I'm still trying to figure that out and I yeah,
1: same here I don't even
0: bother with Instagram but you guys yeah you come across as super personable and I it does help for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, we've been working, like, really hard. I'm, like, an absolute recluse. She was, like, more outgoing and talking to people in person. Uh, It's, like, it got a bit harder, you know, with the whole COVID and everything, that really being able to uh, meet people out in the physical world, but really talking to people on Instagram and uh, trying to connect to them, replying to their comments and stuff like that, and then I've been mainly working the Twitter, trying to talk to people and like be more out there i guess it's a bit easier for me being behind a screen and not being like face to face with someone and i have gotten a lot better at like holding a conversation and talking to people because I was really awkward i won't lie
0: you're doing great now you have me fooled
1: <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> yeah she like kind of um dragged me out and she was like you need to talk to more people and uh like be more sociable and more connecting with just people in general
0: yeah that's good yeah. Sometimes, you know. on occasion
1: (laughs) yeah no for sure so how's your day been
0: it's been pretty good got to sleep in a little bit
1: oh nice that's always that's always fun
0: yeah there's definitely some uh motivation behind scheduling something like this for noon (laughs) (laughs) yeah
1: right oh man yeah and you're uh eastern time right
0: yeah what about you yeah we're
1: over here pacific time um, we would have done it, like, uh, most days after work, but usually we get off at, like, four, and by then it's, like, uh, three hours ahead, so it's already... Oh, my God, I'm sucking at math right now.
0: Seven? I suck at seven math,
1: seven. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seven. Yeah, and then it, like, takes us sometimes an hour and a half, an hour and a half to, like, get home from work, and then everything's going to... And we didn't want to, like, be rushing you and then rushing this. We're also been, like, really swamped uh with orders right now you're having a sale and then a lot of purchases coming in from uh for christmas from both our etsy shop and our shopify shop it was just like really wanted to set apart time to like be able to talk
0: yeah i appreciate yeah. that <laughs> i'm glad you guys are having a, a good uh holiday season now it's good for you
1: <laughs> yeah yeah it's been uh, like a like a kind of a learning process right now because uh now we've had the business for two years before Like the first year we started it, we had just um what is it, greeting cards? So we started with like Valentine's Day cards. And we started like at the end of the year. So January, we were like kind of rushing to get out like a bunch of um well like I I think five. I think five um Valentine's Day cards to have them like before the couple weeks of Valentine then we had our sale. And then we tried to come up uh with more cards and stuff as the year went through and then by like um I think Christmas time, we came out with a couple more cards that were Christmas themed. And what is it? Yeah, we, we had like a, a little good sale going on through them. But it wasn't like the volume that we're having now. So we weren't used to like how, how many orders would like come in. And like the amount would start to fluctuate and go like, it was a really big amount now. <laughs> and so we weren't prepared for that. Um, we did run out of materials so we're kind of freaking out a bit and trying to like make purchases and rush order stuff so that was awesome (laughs) and i mean it was awesome it was awesome getting like a bunch of orders like that and to get feedback from people and reviews and like really tell have people tell us like we really enjoy your stuff we really want to buy from you and that's always exciting for us to to like have that where where people will message us or like we get a new order like we joke about it um sometimes when we go live literally every time we get an order we do we do a happy dance right we're at home because we're so excited. <laughs> people are buying what we're making and that's just like insane to us
0: <laughs> yeah it is something to be proud of there's so much um well early into the conversation my brain's already gone <laughs> uh there's just so much like stuff out there even in the tabletop role-playing game space that it is amazing anyone gets any attention
1: oh absolutely it's there's like so many um like just creators and it's it's not just dice makers like i know there's a lot of dice makers like uh, throughout the whole um like you said ttrpg community but there's also like other crafters like not just artists people like making wood boxes uh, candles, you know, plushies and things like that. And it's it's like insane to see like all these people. And yeah, like a lot of them do get mass amounts of followers and lots of attention and, you know, their stuff sells out. It's crazy amazing to see. And it's like really supportive too.
0: It is. I've been very surprised and happy with the community I found, at least on Twitter.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Like uh, like me as well. Um, Like I started, like I said, like maybe a month, a couple months, I think. I've been on Twitter, because we we created the account way back when we first started, I believe we were like, yeah, we're gonna do Twitter and Instagram, and then Instagram was kicking our butts. We, I was trying to like figure out the algorithms and like the change, and trying to get like people to follow us, and trying to figure out why um, no one's seeing our content and why isn't like it's spreading more. So we like absolutely ignored Twitter, and we weren't even looking at it until like recently. I started paying a bit more attention to Twitter and I started to realize that we were getting more, more um, connections and I think sales and people coming into our websites when I was more active on Twitter than so much so as on Instagram.
0: Yeah, that's, that's how I found you guys and I went ahead and placed an order and that was, that was pretty cool. I think that's was like the first D&D themed small business purchase I made and it was awesome.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, because they um, like said we started back way back when with uh, like two years ago with cards, and then we like wanted to expand onto more stuff. I think it was Laura's idea. Yeah, yeah, it was Laura's idea. She was like, I want to make in-game um, in-game content with the products that we make, so that way people have more connection to our products and the you know the, the tabletop art role-playing game. Or Dungeons and Dragons for this specifically. So she thought, up uh, you know, um, we can make candles. You know, candles sell really well, and then also we can make the potions that are in game into candles, and we can give them stats. And that's where our like our first brand of candles came from. Those the potion candles. So we actually have stats for our potion candles for in game in Dungeons and Dragons on our website.
0: You know, I noticed that, but it didn't occur to me. That, you know, my, my party is in Waterdeep. They have gone to the Candlemakers Guild and bought candles that they could have had cool stat blocks with them that actually did something.
1: <laughs>
0: I can retroactively like slip that in.
1: <laughs> yeah, when she mentioned it to me, I was like, what?
0: <laughs> it's a, a neat idea. D&D doesn't have a whole lot of that uh, kind of like small flavor. There's a whole lot of big magic items.
1: Yeah, like you'll find a lot of um, weapons, armors and, you know, like you said big magical items and stuff like that but to really like uh, get more in depth I think a lot of homebrew planes plays into it where, uh, like you said, you have like a small magical feather pen or something like that <clears throat> or like the potion candles as well Yeah mm-hmm.
0: Are you the DM of your group?
1: Yeah, so I was I was forever Dungeon Master, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, I've, I've, Laura has ran some one-shots for me, and then we've played a little, like, uh, personal one-in-one, one Dungeon Master, one player, uh, Dungeons & Dragons, just because um, COVID hasn't really allowed us to go out and find too many people in a group. And then the group that we had before kind of, like, fell through, or, like, yeah, just kind of fell apart, and we stopped playing. And then, <laughs> it's a funny story, because um, it was my brother that introduced I guess, me into playing Dungeons & Dragons, because I think he was watching some, some guy on YouTube um, make small like platforms for miniatures. And he was like, mm. hey, Dungeons and & Dragons. And I was like, oh, OK. And so he bought the starter set for D&D 5e for fifth edition and he was like, All right, you and me will play and you know, we'll try to figure this out. And then I invited, which included Laura, and we were like, hey you guys want to play Dungeons and Dragons with us? We'll go, you know, like most people into a first session and we'll make our characters and then we'll play. And we made that mistake of wanting to make our characters and play, I think like most people do, on the same night. Oh yeah. <laughs> So it was like, no zero session, let's just jump into it. And we, it was like the first time looking at at the player's handbook. So it was the first time creating characters. We're like, we don't want any like pre made characters to just jump in. We'll make our characters and then we'll play. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So it took us like literal hours to make characters for each one of us. And then I think we played for like maybe 20 minutes or something because it was like two in the morning or something. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Worth it. <laughs> <laughs> right? We're like, all right, we got the story uh, started off. Let's keep going. So, yeah, we, um, it started with him and then we kept wanting to play. But I think my brother got, he got busy and uh, he was like, kept going. He's like, yeah, we'll play, we'll play. He we kept pushing it. And then eventually we all just wanted to be like, all right, we, we, we want to keep playing. So I think we met up and we're like, all right, who's going to be Dungeon Master? And I don't remember this, but I think Laura mentioned that I came in with a notebook and some like story prepared when we went into meet. And so I think that's how I got landed as, all right, you're going to be Dungeon Master. <laughs> you're
0: the most prepared <laughs> for this. Therefore, you are the DM
1: now. <laughs>
0: Seriously.
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's what it was.
0: Hey, sometimes you just have to answer the call and uh, get it done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that's what happened.
0: Have you been enjoying it?
1: Um, Yeah, so so with that previous group, I think we had been playing, like I wrote out the story, drove a map, and made this whole world for them to play in. And then Laurel was uh, playing a player character in that game. And so we were playing, and we played for like a good, like I said, I think two years and like they were all really enjoying their characters, Laura, especially. And she uh, w- like had all these ideas for her character. She'd written a whole backstory and to like uh, make a journal and like make things outside of the game um, to like connect more with her character. And she really like enjoyed playing um, this character, which is Nadia, Nadia Hellborn. And then she had a little white hamster at the time. And so she wanted oh. to have a little white hamster in the game, And I was like, okay. And then she also wrote like a whole backstory for the little hamster in game. She called him Beerus, and that little white hamster is the little white hamster we have as our um, logo currently. So that's his, that's his face. And so our store is based off the game that we were playing then, because we stopped playing and, um, like our like I said, our our group uh separated fell apart, but we wanted to keep playing, but there was like no one that we could find. They want to play with I would like p- look for people and work I would ask people if they knew Dungeons and Dragons you know just kind of like bring it up casually in a conversation I was like oh, <laughs> I've played board games and i played Dungeons and Dragons have you heard of it and people have heard of it and they're like oh yeah I want to try it I was like give yeah, me your phone number i totally try it with you you know <laughs> 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 but like um send them text but they never like uh, reciprocate to like wanting to Actually play, so we were kind of disappointed a bit at that, and um like still wanted to play and like have Dungeons and Dragons in our lives. We started. Um, we had we were Dungeons and Dragons deficient, so we were like, let's start a store <laughs> about Dungeons and Dragons.
0: <laughs> that is the next logical step when you can't play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, is here.
2: Hi. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Hi, hi. Um, I'm sorry, uh, what's your name? <laughs> I'm Sarah. Nice
0: to meet oh, you. I'm Sarah. I was just uh, catching up with Hector about about how you guys started playing Dungeons & Dragons.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's uh, funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah, so thank you both for uh, joining me today on the Experience Quest podcast. I've just been... kind of itching to chat with you both after following your Twitter account, so this has been awesome.
2: (laughs) Yeah, um, Hector mostly manages that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I uh, wasn't sure who I was talking to whenever I would respond to your account, but now I know.
2: I know, it goes off and on. It's the same thing with our Instagram.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Instagram's mostly uh, run by Laura, but if there's like, I think uh, comments, on our post and I'll go in and like respond to people mm-hmm. yeah nice group effort yeah <laughs> definitely a group effort
0: I read the interview with Laura um from women of D&D and so I kind of had like Laura in my mind while interacting <laughs> with the Twitter account and everything um
2: <laughs> yeah um, yeah we both do it <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's great to uh hear you both and get to know you guys um Hector was just talking about getting into D&D and how uh, Nadia and your experiences kind of influenced the shop as you guys were having a, a D&D deficiency, as Hector put it.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. It was. Um, we just really wanted to play. But um, I don't know, our friends never really wanted to get it back into it. Um, so we're like, man, whatever, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, And for sure, it started off with like greeting cards, because I feel like I've always been like, hey, Hector, let's start this project. Hey, Hector, let's do this. It's true. And (laughs) uh, because we're both artists. So um, I was like, we could totally make bitchin' D&D cards. Come on, (laughs) like, let's do it. And so we started off in, um, I want to say December. So like our two year anniversary is coming up. Yeah. Yeah, so we're really excited, um, and we started off with Valentine's Day cards. So those those are up on our website, um, and they're they're two years old. Which <laughs> we're thinking about like updating them too, so that we can just start like making more because we have like a ton more. Um, and Hector's really good with puns, so <laughs> yeah. it's an art.
0: <laughs> hmm valentine's day is coming up i would be delighted to pick up some of those for my partner
2: oh for sure um we we when we were creating the dungeon card the one that folds twice (laughs) so it's like a tiny um greeting card and inside we made like a a a map to your heart (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah so that one that one's super dorky we were like Nobody's gonna want this.
1: (laughs) And that's like our best seller. That was our best
2: seller. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Corny is the best.
2: Yeah. We still put it out there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's the one we still advertise the most. I think it's the Dungeon Card. Just because that was like our, our best seller. It's like one of our, I guess, simpler ones because it opens twice. So you open it like a regular card and then you open it like a one whole page and it has a whole map and we like we put a a separate paper in there that's like a thinner thinner paper and it's like a crumbled up map. So when someone opens it then they get the whole message in there.
0: Oh that is super clever. I wanna check this out now. I mostly just focused on like the candles and wax melts. I was like, heck yeah, that's what I'm getting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you guys did all of the art for your shop and uh, Virus the logo?
2: Yes. Yeah, so um, I created the website and, like, um, it's a team effort. So Hector creates, like, for example, for our warlock candles, um, he draws the monsters and uh, I paint them. And I designed, like, the border and did all, like, the design work for it um and then I also make the candles so yeah we we basically did everything like our first year we were doing um like our logo was our little chubby hamster with yeah (laughs) yeah. um and uh, from there went like further further into like what we really wanted the shop to look I think we're still working on our like branding because we really wanted to be like a you know, like dark fantasy feel for our shop mm-hmm. and super like D&D also. Um, so we also want to add like some metal looks <laughs> to our stuff. Mm-hmm. We really like, um, well, we listen to metal while we're working. So I just really want to like incorporate like that. <laughs> us into our shop. Because I mean, I think like people like to create, what they like, right? So, um, yeah. Yeah. So I wanna, we wanna do that for sure. And the upcoming year, we're already working on stuff, so mm-hmm. we're super excited. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's very exciting. I mean, there's a, a million candles out there, but to have them D and D themed and to have that, just knowing that you know you guys are rocking out to metal while making these candles it makes it all that more personal, really. <laughs>
2: yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, we we really enjoy. So it's like working on these. Like we have a full time job, so um, we work during the morning, uh, all the way to like 5 p.m. That's when we get home, and the first thing we do is like have dinner and then work on our stuff Mm because we're just like so into it. We're like, okay, we want this to flourish. What Um, are we
1: gonna do today? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. So I saw a tweet that you guys have your yeah your nine to five job. And wow, that just sounds exhausting. Like you must be running on passion to
1: yeah. begin <laughs> done. Yeah. coffee and passion. Yeah. <laughs> that
2: should be a shirt. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we we just really enjoy doing this. And um like our first year when we started, um I think it was because we weren't playing D and we re- just really wanted to do something. Um that's why we started our greeting cards. But mm-hmm. I feel like after greeting cards, um, we didn't really have any more ideas on, like, what can we do? Or, like, if this is actually going to try to be, like, a thing for us. Um, so we had, we took, like, a small break. Yeah, it was weird. And um, we got back into it again towards the end of that year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we made some other cards. Oh, we made uh, Christmas cards. Yeah, I remember that. Uh huh. We make Christmas cards, and then um, afterwards we're like, "Why don't we try making candles?" And yeah, like, Mm -hmm. why don't we try making candles? Also, we were like dabbling in um, bath bombs.
1: That's what it was. Yeah, yeah.
2: we were dabbling in bath bombs because we wanted to try to make like, um, you know, quirky like bath bombs. Go take a bath, long rest, you know that kind of stuff. So um, yeah, we just didn't like push I think enough to do that. Also, we're really like um cautious about making anything that you're gonna put on your skin. (laughs) (laughs) You know? We don't want people to go through like allergic reactions and then, you know, uh I don't know. I just don't we we don't want to cause anything like terrible on people, so we're still like figuring all that out.
1: Yeah, that's why we like tell everyone on our website it's like, hey this made out of soy, this has this such an ingredient and stuff like that whenever we're selling any of the candles because even then you know we don't want people who are allergic to soy or coconut to you know breathe in those fumes because then they get hives and
0: that would be terrible (laughs) yes yeah after doing one person with a deadly food allergy it completely changed like how I think of giving people food I've made even
1: Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. (laughs) scary
0: (laughs) so yeah I've I've been hoping to see bath bombs show up on your site, um, but I understand that you know safety is a thing. And I've I've used some that are just like, why is it turning everything pink? Why is the bathtub pink? In my hand.
2: <laughs> as much as I'd like to have like a color bomb in your bathtub, um, yeah, I for sure. I for sure. I'm like, I'm a big tester, so I just don't. I would rather test it on me and see if I'm okay, and then starting a little group that will test these items for me and let me know. Um, And then I'll start, you know, selling them. Sign me up. But until then, yeah, I just don't, I don't feel comfortable. (laughs) (laughs) Here you go, room. Yeah, I just made it. Here. (laughs) Yeah, so we started making the candles and then.
1: Yeah, we started with potion candles.
2: Yeah. Those were fun.
1: Yeah, so those... (laughs) those were fun. She made, like, the whole label that's on the candle
2: mm-hmm.
1: and then we came up with the idea for
2: the warlock candles the melts oh that's right the melts. so we wanted we so what, i guess like our initial um, thing was to have um stats accompany our candles so that you mm-hmm. be able to use them in game um which we wrote everything out and it's on our website but um for the new year we want to have like little stat cards come with Um, the candles that way when you like purchase it you can ask your like dm or if you're the dm you can give this to your party at some point in the game and um you know you could play with like our candle while it being on the table and making it smell really nice
1: (laughs) yeah we've actually had like a podcaster to use our candles in game so the dm has handed it to their players in the room they give them the explanation of what it does and stuff and we were super excited for that (laughs) oh
0: yeah they did that like during the podcast and that got released
1: yeah
2: Mm -hmm. so um they even had like our shop in there um and our characters uh like nadia and peter and like just basically our own little like story that we had played um in there but just as like we were the shopkeeps and we had like the podcasts adventurers come in and
1: pick up one of our candles yeah for, for testing, testing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and it was our um candle of fire breath and so we we're really excited about their adventures <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is that is so cool i love the internet
2: yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so the podcast is uh the name is crit seekers
0: crit seekers so where, all right
2: yeah yeah it's where they have like our I think they're super funny. They're hilarious. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll have to check that out. At least that episode.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. After the potion candles, then we went with the necromancy melts, which we also have stats for. I just haven't put them up on our website yet. So that we have them like all written out. I just got to get around to writing that blog post and then putting those up.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah then from the necromancy melts, um, laura had the brilliant idea of making uh, like the
2: tall candles yeah the
1: warlock candles
2: um so the idea for that came from like um so we're latinos and um (laughs) our families always have these really tall candles um you know i guess like for prayer and stuff like that and Mm um we thought oh I, i i was like oh my god what if warlocks had candles of their patrons
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we were like okay let's try it and we we're okay. like
1: warlocks at, at least from what we had seen we we're mm-hmm. like warlocks don't get enough love on the internet i anything think they get bashed most of the time <laughs> yeah <laughs> from like what we saw so we we're like you know what let's let's give a little love to the warlocks mm-hmm. um and she was like yeah well, they make these like big prayer candles I was like, you know, we could make the we could put the the patron right like like they do for the religious candles. Yeah. uh, With sticker and them like standing in that front face position.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. So we were like, all right, let's do that.
0: That's brilliant. Yeah, I saw the art for some of them. And now I I see the theme. I understand it now. And (laughs) that is that is very cool. My, uh, my bard, Rin, she recently subclassed, or multiclassed rather, into a uh, warlock, and that has been a lot of fun. Warlocks do yeah. need war love. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, warlocks are fun to play, um, for sure. I but, think, was, um, it, was mm-hmm. it
0: the warlock that, uh, that won the, uh, the poll on Twitter, I think?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Yes, it did. Awesome. <laughs> yeah.
1: I know so, it's between um,
0: barbarian and warlock, and I was excited for
1: both. <laughs> oh yes I remember that. <laughs> yeah the final came down to uh warlock and barbarian and then uh i think yeah warlock won it out so still have to design uh the, oh, the t-shirt the t-shirt but that is definitely coming out as a t-shirt mm-hmm. we're gonna have that pre-orders so we can kind of figure out the uh, people sizes and how many to get
2: yeah how many to make
1: mm-hmm.
2: so that's gonna be fun
1: yeah so it's coming for the new year as Yeah, well. we're excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: for sure though like from the change that I I've noticed with our business is that we've gotten faster at making items. Oh my god. Cuz before one card would take us like a while to like design and make. Now we're just like, "Oh my god, it'd be so awesome if we had this." Let's oh, let me do try. it. <laughs> and then like within a few days we'd have like this design out. Um so Hector would like do our the line art and give me the file then I would just do all the design work on it and get it ready to print and like I would I'd set up the file and print it and then just slap it on a candle <laughs> <laughs> but for sure, like everything we like think of um is it's made with like a purpose so like most of the colors that we chose for like the the candles it's it's meant to like help emphasize
1: i guess like the what idea it uh-huh. mm-hmm, like behind the, the candle with the healing it's red um you know potion candles and terms are red uh vitality being green it's just like green it's like a vitality kind uh, of color yeah, like energy remember, huh? i feel yeah.
2: and i know that in the game it's red but i felt like green would have done it's yeah, just it more
0: uh-huh. yeah mm-hmm. i mean I'm, I'm not opposed green is a great color and it has kind of a <laughs> calming effect. <laughs> yeah, we got a uh, we got water breathing, which is blue. Makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, because she uh her players are in uh water deep right now, so you got a water breathing candle.
2: <laughs> hey, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was telling Hector, like, I've had characters buy candles in game from like the candle making guild, and I never thought to apply the the stat block to the candles they got.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah we worked on like Hector worked on the stats for sure because he, he used to be the DM. So I was like, you genius, go <laughs>
1: <laughs> do stuff.
0: <laughs> Hector, yeah, you seem to have a good I don't know, a good mind for DMing. Like whenever I uh engage with you on Twitter, you usually have some interesting uh follow up I've noticed regarding, like, monsters and running them, which I thought was fun.
1: Oh, thank you. <laughs> I, uh, like, I, I read up, like, a lot, because I, I really wanted to make, like, my story engaging for my players. It And, was. and to not have the monsters, you know, just be mindless, because I read a lot um, of other dungeon, or, like, players, I guess. Maybe, um talking about their dungeon masters or their experiences with some dungeon masters of like combat getting stale or their um, the monsters, you know, not really thinking they're just, you know, they they were there. It was like a Pokemon battle or like suddenly it appears, All right? Fight it. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Pokemon, it works. You're just trying to capture the little monkey. But in Dungeons and Dragons, um, <laughs> in Dungeons and Dragons, it's like. um
2: still role playing.
1: Yeah, it's still role playing but
2: even if you're in combat
1: yeah i have to yeah exactly it's still role playing in combat so goblins aren't just like mindless and you know they're suddenly there mm-hmm. i want to have like a purpose for the monsters whenever they would appear it's like why are they there how do they fit into the economy how do they fit into uh, the ecosystem that's there you know they, they'd they have like a rhyme and a reason for everything that they do as well because in combat you know it's not just hit hit, hit. Um, for me, at least I wanted to make it a bit more engaging for a player so I would have them role during the combat um not forced <laughs> of course <if> they really <laughs> wanted to play a role during the combat it would also like affect um what the enemy was doing um so they're like uh, the enemy was still barking out orders draconic or glob- Goblinoid, um during the combat, so that would like also like engage i feel engage my players. A bit more because they're like oh my god what are they talking about or like if they understood them then i'd give them the sentence that they barked out and they're like oh, okay we can go oh. and uh, stop whatever plan they're trying to like work around that they're trying to capture us or something
2: yeah also that would like help us also with um actually wanting to be or to use teamwork because um at the beginning when we were playing uh everybody just wanted to attack <laughs> on their own <laughs> yeah. You know, like, oh, we're in battle. Like, I'll whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll
1: yeah. I think we had a video game mentality. Or yeah. Yes. yeah. We
2: still had that video game mentality. Uh,
1: we like, like, you're stealing my kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Kill stealer. Um, but <laughs> For sure. Um, Later on, we're like, oh, you do that. And then I'll do this. And we'd like, you know, because you are allowed, like, during combat to yell, like, out. And talk to people and so in our mind we're like i guess that's an action we can't really do that or i don't know we just had like
1: <laughs> <laughs> i think so
2: yeah so I, mean, I, I
1: think you guys would ask me too can like, i hey, can i tell can them, I so tell I them like, something yeah, you, you guys yeah. are like in the middle of combat you don't have to wait for your turn you could tell them um
2: mm-hmm.
1: i mean they're they're pretty respectful as far as uh not talking over me and they're still like that asked me i'm like yeah you, you can say it you guys role play role play please <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah. they
2: were fun
0: it's definitely a <laughs> learning curve for both the dm and the players figuring yeah, out definitely. how that works
2: also it was our first campaign too yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it was like super fun
0: is that where nadia came from
2: mm-hmm. yeah um i want to say like we played little one shots prior to this mm-hmm. Um. Over with like with Hector's like uh, brother and, and some of our friends, and um, I think I was already like contemplating playing this character, and so when Hector came over, we were like, "Let's play D and D." But he, I think, he already wanted to play DM. He was just like not outwardly telling <laughs> us. um I had just like I think a few days before I had already I I had DM'd um, the curse of straw but just like you know the house and um afterwards i was like (laughs) yeah uh, i nearly
1: died (laughs) nearly died fighting a magical broom
2: yeah the other that's in the closet yeah that one was that one's hilarious i was like you could spot the other ones okay and this one's
1: like (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: so um so then afterwards, I was like, man, um, I know he wants to DM. He already has his little like sketchbook, and so I was like, why don't you DM for us? And he was like really adamant, like, ah, no. And then I was like, do it.
0: <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a choice. It was.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had a lot of fun though. He, he, for sure. I like. I could see he was having fun also creating this world because. Um, it's fun. It's like you're actually exploring. There's no book out there when you do homebrew. You know, you can't really, like, metagame. And so, um, unless with the monsters, but he changed them a lot often too. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so that was, those were really fun. Um, And he, sometimes he'd create his own monsters, which was fun, too, because I was like, what the hell is that? Like... (laughs) (laughs)
1: So yeah, we'd have our other player going through a book like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, um, awesome. He's oh, like Yeah. he meta game hard. Like he was the metagamer for us and I was like, stop ruining it. Like don't <laughs> don't look it up. <laughs> um, oh yeah.
0: That's a that's a no no at my table.
2: No no no. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you want a metagame? Yeah, okay. yeah. He, <laughs> yeah, he uh created new characters and stuff, but um yeah, so I created Nadia and then um I wanna say like when you first create your first character, it's kinda like a fantasy version of you. <laughs> so, Definitely. Yeah, so um I really like got into her story and like I was writing her and um in the game I ended up like adopting this uh little girl. Her name was Nancy and so um you can, like, she's in our shop now, too, like, she's a part of our shop.
1: Yeah, all right, um, before before she adopted the little girl, the whole party adopted one of my NPCs.
2: That so was supposed to die, That was think. supposed
1: to die. <laughs> and they would not let him die. So nope. I was like, okay. I guess I have to be this guy forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it
2: was yes. Funny, that, that, uh, the NPC's name is Peter, and he's also in the shop. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: I read about that on a uh, woman of D and D. There's some thunder stepping fiasco.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> that was funny. So mm, you about- <laughs> yeah. So my character, um, she she she's a sorceress, and so um, she had the the thunder step, uh, spell, and um, Hector liked to kind of like pest us too with like, I'm about to kill this NPC. After I think after like the story developed a bit more, um, he was like Nadia's love interest. And so he like had him captured by these like um what what were they? Orcs, Orcs, right? Yeah. So they okay. were
1: Yeah. So you guys had gone into a cave? Uh-huh. Um because there were bandits Orcs, no, bandits, bandits, and a bugbear and some goblins that he yeah. was uh, running around with. So there's like a whole battle going inside, like these, uh, this cave that had like a bunch of tunnels and some rooms. You guys were just going around and like, bashing and massacring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so after like this big long drawn long drawn out fight, with like finally the the bugbear kind of chief, and you guys like killed him. You guys were coming back out.
2: Also. But you guys had left. Peter we left Peter and like this uh, elvish princess outside um that we were escorting back and we're like chill out outside which was a terrible idea because Peter (laughs) doesn't know how to fight and we're like stay out here we're gonna go inside and kill some stuff and so we came back out and there were some freaking like orcs and they had them so I was like Fuck this princess. I'm going to save my love
1: interest. (laughs) Yeah, I don't don't know if you've seen. Um, uh, I think it's Mortal Kombat 2. (laughs) The movie in the very first scene. I think like the bad guys are holding Johnny Cage and like one other character. It was Mm -hmm. basically like that.
2: (laughs) Yeah. so I thunder stepped over there and the princess was next to him. So I just like went and (laughs) grabbed him and, like, took him back to, like, save him and, um, that totally, like, blew her away.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She was alive but she was
2: She was not happy. Scarred. (laughs) Can't trust
1: these adventures.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, we'll help you and, uh, That
1: happened. We said we'd get you back home. We didn't say we'd get you back home in one piece. (laughs) Right? Alive is
0: good enough. I suspect my party would do the same for the the dog they adopted. They'd probably (laughs) sacrifice anyone in the way.
2: (laughs) I mean, it's a dog. Right? I think so, yeah. (laughs) Kind of like in Fable 2, I think. You you
1: got to save your dog. Oh yeah. I brought my, my dog every
2: time.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean there's there's no other option. If you let the dog die and there's an option to save it, that's you messed up. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. Yep.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> For sure.
0: But then yeah, the druid in our party used a spell awaken. Used the awaken spell on this dog. Uh, so kind of like Peter, it's like, well, I guess I'm going to play a talking dog for the rest of the campaign. <laughs> He's now as smart as one of the party members. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yep.
1: I was going to have Peter do... What did I have you guys... I forgot what I, think I would have had. The, the like, weird uh, deer eagle with sharp teeth. I forget what it's called. A periton. Oh, yes. Did you guys fight a periton? And he was supposed to die there because they didn't let him die. <laughs> no.
2: <Nope.
0: laughs> the will of the players.
1: Oh, that's right. He was supposed to die with the werewolf before that. So I was trying to kill him throughout.
2: That's messed <laughs> up. <laughs> well, he's forever going to be working in the shop and nothing bad going to happen
1: to him. Yeah, I was like, I don't want to do this voice anymore.
2: <laughs> You're doing it forever. <laughs>
0: Do you do a lot of voices?
2: Yes, you did.
1: I I I tried. I tried to like switch up the voices, not just in like dialect, but um, in like manners of speaking, in manners of speaking, and um, what is it? It Just like little quirks that they had. Like for every like interesting shopkeep that I make for them, I give them like a a brief description of like what they look like, what they're wearing race and stuff like that and then I tried to do uh, like a different voice for them each time just so they know which shopkeep they'd be talking to and amazingly they'd remember and amazingly I'd remember <laughs> like what kind of voice I did for them mm-hmm. uh, that
0: is impressive
1: <laughs> so so I tried to keep like a few interesting shopkeeps like around um so I wouldn't have to like do too many uh, crazy voices
0: that's smart. Yeah, you seem like you took to DMing like pretty quickly.
1: Lots yeah, of creativity think... there. Uh, that was that was a learning curve. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, I think the first couple of um what is it? The first couple of sessions were a bit bumpy and rough for sure. Same here. <laughs> yeah, but uh my players really created their own story, so that was a lot of weight off of me. <laughs> And one of them made assumptions like crazy. So I was like, okay, you know what? This piece of it is going to be true. (laughs) He just wrote that for me.
0: (laughs) That's the best. It's very rewarding for the players when what they suspect comes true.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure.
0: So if you guys got to play again, do you have any uh, burning character ideas or stories?
2: Um... Well, I wanted to play um, a kanku at some point. Mm-hmm. I want to play a Kenku because I just I'm like I want to repeat everything. Like <laughs> everybody. <laughs> um, um, but there's this other character I want to play where um, Gary. She's secretly like a sorceress, but she doesn't know. It, but she's uh, gone to like wizard school because she wants to learned magic and she just messes up because she has wild magic
1: mm.
2: so i want her to be like oh why can't i get this right i'm a wizard just trying to
1: be a wizard <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. i have
2: magic but it's not doing it right it keeps going go wrong for uh for the magic um and we have a d100 so yeah. <laughs> that'll be fun <laughs> But, yeah, I really like, um, like, stories from, like, ancient times. Um, at one point, I DM'd to, like, a Greek um, festival for them. Oh, him. that was amazing. Mm-hmm. It was a friend's birthday, and uh, he wanted to kill a god. So I was like, let's go to Greece. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> the place Just to do some, it. like, god of war. Kill a god." Um, we had, a uh, I made, like, the, the story about, like, yeah <laughs> Athena, so, like, Athena has, like, a festival in Greece, um, in Athens for, like, I guess, I think they celebrate, like, the day of her birth or something like that, and so they have, like, this huge festival, and so I was like, oh, how about we make this, it's kind of like the Olympics there, too, they have, like, games, so, um, that's what I had them do. They were
1: mm-hmm. all heroes. That was really fun. <laughs> that was a huge change of pace from like going out and adventuring and stuff, and then going to shops. It was having like a whole festival.
2: Mm-hmm. So that was really
1: fun for me to have as a one shot, and I feel really lucky I've been able to play that. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because you're a forever
1: DM. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like to have a festival one shot like that. That he hosted games for us and, you know, did skill challenges like that. That was extremely enjoyable for me. One shots are
0: in my opinion very refreshing, both as a player and as a DM. Just that change of pace mixes things up and
1: No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. I had some of my uh most memorable <laughs> moments as a player in that uh and that one shot that you ran <laughs>
2: I like like to... I don't know. It had, like, what? I had, like, 30 minutes to prep. Because I was like, oh, he wants to play? Okay, let me see. Hold on. Then I know I, like, really like to read a lot about, like, mythology and stuff like that. So it was a little bit easy, but at the same time hard because you're supposed to give them, like, mechanics that will, like, engage them to play D&D and to role play. So um, I, like did a quick research on the festival about like what they did and what kind of games they had so um in the game I had them do like a music um battle and (laughs) also like they would they had like a pvp match like wrestling and then I let them be wild so they were then they all joined so (laughs) (laughs) So they're all wrestling each other like and there's no they didn't have any weapons or anything. It was all like just strength. Mm-hmm. So um it was pretty funny.
1: It was mm-hmm. a big WWE yeah yeah. oh,
2: and then I had a uh, like chariot races.: Oh yes. yeah, so oh. those those were funny too. Those were funny. Uh-huh. And we always had that that player. We had a one player that just liked to cheat.
1: <laughs>
2: so he's like uh, I think he had some kind of magic too Uh huh. and um, I had a mechanic where um, they all had a patron like a goddess or a god um, and they would I guess like pray to them and ask them for a favor and she or he would answer and give them that thing um, so they had to roll for that um, so if one of them was like, Oh, Athena, please help me. Um, I wanna like jump really high or something like that, and like I guess she would like empower you to do that, but you still have to roll. Mm-hmm. And um so yeah. Um they rolled terrible. <laughs> <laughs> the <are> like, no. <laughs> yep, they're like, No, we did not hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to die, though, <laughs> <laughs> so that was really fun.
0: That sounds super fun,
1: yeah, <laughs> I think my favorite was uh like the end bit that you had for sure. she had us do a boat race It's it,
2: yeah, but I, uh-huh. I, I forget how it's called, but you know it's like a group rowing
1: yeah so that's
2: that's from Greece. they had like he had a whole team, and he was like the lead. So he would tell his, like, team how to row.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. So each player had, like, their own set yeah. of men or, <laughs> like, team members who they'd have rowing the boat. And they'd, the player would be up in the front um, doing most of the work. <laughs> yeah. uh, rowing and also telling the men, like, how how to row and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, yeah, so I think during that, who, what? happened
2: how did um i think we were getting close to the finish and um this huge tidal wave was like sweeping in and it was because poseidon was coming out um because poseidon hates athena so (laughs) so i was like oh he's gonna come out and like crash her party (laughs) (laughs) petty They are Greek, Greek <laughs> like gods and goddesses are super petty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so he's gonna go out and crash her party because right. <laughs> he doesn't
1: like Athena. <laughs> so we were all trying to win the race because mm-hmm. he put some amazing prize over at the end. Yeah, and I was like, I want that. So we were all trying to win, and so we had to get like get past Poseidon because he was being a a total douche mm-hmm. and. Uh, I think I was praying to, like, my god. I forgot who. I think it was a sun god. I yeah, it was I Apollo. think Apollo. I think I uh-huh. had Apollo. Uh-huh. Praying to Apollo uh, to get my, like, my armor and my weapons. And I was rolling terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was rolling so bad for that. So I had to make do with what I had. So I think I started throwing my men.
2: Yeah, you threw your gun.
1: <laughs> for sure, you're like,
2: What's that? <laughs>
1: At Poseidon, and then when I ran out of people, I rolled. I rolled to find a shark.
2: Yeah, you did. And, and I you rolled pulled it. Yeah, you really pulled it. Really
1: well. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I found a shark. And, and your I, character
2: was really strong, too. Yeah,
1: I rolled to pick it up and throw it. And I rolled for all of those, I rolled really well.
2: Uh-huh, but to, to pray <laughs> <was> <laughs> to
1: terrible. To pray was terrible. You
0: didn't need the gods, you just, you just needed a shark.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I threw a shark at Poseidon.
0: <laughs> that is yeah. fantastic imagery is there fan <laughs> art of this did you guys draw this out at any point i i, I have to i have to draw this
1: out <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> we should um i think we should write out like this one shot for people to use because we had a lot of fun yeah, playing yeah
1: definitely had a
2: lot of fun mm-hmm. so oh so mm-hmm. much fun like just call it like athena's festival and the petty poseidon <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love it. Party Poop <laughs> we'll, we'll just call that chapter, the final chapter of that uh, Party Poop in
0: Poseidon. Yeah. So <laughs> Perfect. This one shot idea you're talking about that you guys ran, have you considered doing like a dollar PDFs on your site?
2: Um. Yeah, so that'd be something cool that we wanted to do. Um. the the holidays have been so busy. We just didn't think we'd be, like, this busy. So for sure we're trying to, like, plan stuff out that people can download. Um, Because I thought that would be so fun.
1: Yeah.
2: And also to hear people, like, do their own game. (laughs) (laughs) That's always, like, super rewarding. I think that's the main reason why we do this, just to hear people's, like, awesome adventures. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's so fun. Yeah, I'm all about that. I guess that's kind of the whole idea of the experience quest is getting to hear these adventures and the shenanigans and then steal some ideas as well. (laughs) Yeah. With the holidays, um, Hector was saying that you guys have a lot of orders and are even kind of running out of materials. How do you guys, as a small company, handle this challenge?
2: Oof. Um so we try to forecast as much as possible but this is our first year um really working with a new medium which is like the candles um also uh i really enjoy creating new ideas so i'll just say like hey let's do this and um i'll just like do it but that's also not a good thing because you also need to plan out all these things that you know come with it like inventory tracking how much material you have especially because we are the ones who create them it's not like we're just buying the inventory and keeping track and just selling it um we also have to keep track of like lids um the glass that we use how much wax we have left cause then the yeah the oils that we use to create the candles wicks um all of that we have to track and so we didn't want to buy all these materials and like unfortunately like people not buying you know um Mm -hmm. so that was also like a big juggle because um
1: Um, we didn't just want to be sitting on top of a bunch of materials materials. that we couldn't use
2: Uh uh-huh so i think if anything it's always like a leap of faith and we just bought a bunch of stuff (laughs) (laughs) and we're like Hopefully, the sales and Let's do it. yeah, and um, it did. Like, it was really exciting. Um, just because it's something like we're really passionate about, and to have like a great reception from people is um really heartwarming for us. Especially now, like during the holidays, like we also sell on Etsy, and uh, people are sending like our candles as gifts, and they have like super cute like notes that they write on there like hope this heals um you know like your holidays and stuff like that especially because right now because of coronavirus um people can't hang out so um they're just like sending each other these like notes with our candles which makes us like feel super special um (laughs) you know and so we're just like super happy (laughs) to even be making our candles
0: yeah, that has gotta be super fulfilling just having that personal touch. Oh, I
2: love it. Yeah. Yeah, so we just uh, we just track um I guess like our inventory, um, which we are trying to do much better. Um, we're looking into this software called CraftyBase Base mm-hmm. Um that does that which we need to set up because, um, we did have, I think we also, when we counted our inventory, some of them were off and, um, sometimes we like would run out, um, in person, but like on our notes, we said we had some. So that's also like a big juggle. We're like, Oh, how do we track this? This is so hard. Um, and, uh, It's just like learning. We're learning like different types of jobs trying to master these little um, aspects of our business so that it doesn't like impede us from creating more and more items. Because we we have like a list of stuff we want to do for sure. We have like more warlock candles that we are creating more. um...
1: We're backlogged on new ideas. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But um, I feel like we need to get this roadblock um like out of our way and in a stage where we can feel comfortable creating more items because I feel like if we have more and more items the harder to track it's gonna be um and I don't want to like run out of items again because that that was scary I felt like I'd be disappointing one of our customers if we canceled their order because we didn't have it for them for Christmas. Um, so we just had to get creative because we, we also have like um, test candles that we have here. And the uh, we're like, you know what, like, let's uh, let's clear everything. Let's do inventory again. And then um, we just, for best work. yeah, we created like the candles that were missing um on the spot for for them but for sure it's it's a challenge especially cuz it's our first year <laughs> Yeah
0: wow that would be so stressing <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine
2: oh, we, um, <laughs> we took uh well we went to sleep early yesterday for sure cuz this whole like holiday season has been really tiresome and we're like I can't do this anymore I'm really exhausted <laughs> And it was right after work. We, um, we're, I'm creating a candle um, that's exclusively for this whole weekend. Um, it's called the Druid's Candle of Metamorphosis, and um, I'm only making like ten of these for people. And so, um, just like for the late shoppers, because right now I don't have any more like um, potion candles, and some of the warlock candles are out. And so um, I just want to have like a cool. Um, limited edition kind of candle that I won't create ever again, maybe till next year. Um, depending, and so we were, I was like, I can't, like, I, I finished the label and we're like, let's just go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I just feel like we needed not overwork ourselves, we don't want to get burnt out either. Yeah, so that's a decision we had to be like, all right, you know what. Let's pause this, let's just watch Netflix or something. Like go sleep.
0: Yeah. It's hard to balance what's important. Like your health and your mental state is very important. It's also important to keep the reputation of your business and to fulfill the orders on time. But at what cost? Like Mm
2: -hmm.
0: if something is a day late, is that really hurting anyone? Like it's it's hard to balance because your reputation as a business, a small business you know it was very important
2: yes um i think also like if i feel like if you a lot of people have been reporting like you know the late orders um and it's super to us well to me and hector like it's really important for us to get you your candle safely um especially because you're spending your hard earned money on us <laughs> and we're a small business and we don't have like the big, like a big reputation like Amazon per se. So just having that, tr- that trust in us, like we want to give you back um, in like great, like I guess service, <laughs> you know, because we just get excited that anybody would spend their money on our items. um, But for sure, we have to take the decision of like resting. Because if we would have prolonged our days where we would just, like, overwork ourselves, we I feel like we'd have, like, really sloppy work just being tired. So we weighed out the options, like, let's just go to sleep now. Tomorrow we'll wake up a hundred times better. And we can, like, do everything we actually wanted to do and not feel terrible. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: I think also the decision to not, uh, to like, take a break. Just, like, take a break this uh, holiday season. Well, like, the holiday week, I guess. Um, Especially since we're, like, getting close to zero inventory. We'll just, like, take a, a week or two to refresh ourselves and, like, kind of refresh our shop and also work on the new ideas that we're wanting to push out. Really, like, take a a break ourselves. Just like uh so what Laura said, we wouldn't get burnt out.
0: Everyone needs a break now and then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to ordering something after the New Year's whenever you guys are uh backing at it.
2: Yeah, um no for sure. So we we're gonna do a little like shop break um starting on I want to say like Monday, basically, but um, Wednesday would be the last day to order um, and anything that we have like left over. And then in the new year, which would be um, I think like when to say the thirty first on mid in midnight, we'll have the shop back open um, with all the updates that we're gonna be doing. So we're gonna update the website a little bit and um, we're gonna add like new new uh, candles that we've been working on. And, um, we are also creating, like, a, um, like, a t-shirt, so that way we could also make the Warlock t-shirt.
1: Oh, yes, this t-shirt is not the Warlock t-shirt, no. but it's another t-shirt <laughs> that as we... well as the Warlock t-shirt. <laughs> so
2: this t design we had for a year already, like, pending,
1: but... Mm-hmm. We're we were gonna make this a... Uh... We
2: were gonna make this a card, like yeah. a Halloween card, but... Then I realized, nobody gives anybody cards for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was...
1: We're uh... like, all right, we'll just use this design for something else. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now we were like, hey, we still have this design. We'll make it a t-shirt.
2: Yeah, so we'll do it. I'm excited to make that as a t-shirt. Yeah.
1: Because
2: that'll be like super metal. <laughs> <laughs> D and D and metal always mix.
0: I am in dire need of t-shirts. Like I am so excited for this warlock t-shirt, <laughs> and now there's another one. Yes, <laughs> double my wardrobe. Awesome! Yay! Are you guys gonna have that, uh, that, like extra soft t-shirt material?
2: Yeah, we want to. Yes, yeah, super soft. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we we love super soft t-shirts too. So. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That's like usually the only type of t-shirt that I buy, um, just because it's super soft on me, and I really like how it feels. So like we we want to have that same kind of quality on our t-shirts that we sell to uh, our customers.
0: I am patiently hyped. I'm
1: ready,
2: (laughs) but patient. yeah it's uh we're happy
1: no we're, we're super excited for that
2: mm-hmm. yeah it, the way that hector and i work um he has like a lot of patience and i'm um, really like the the oh my god let's do this like the idea
1: she's the think tank <laughs> <laughs> so idea <laughs> so
2: um he's over here like working all peacefully and then i'm on the computer or making candles and uh, i'm like i just had this idea oh my god write it down <laughs> <laughs> and um sometimes they work because uh hector will be like okay but what about this and i'm like okay let's take a pause like let me think about it and um we'll just go back and forth and uh it really works that way because i'll just get down and do it but then um I'll be like, shoot, I didn't think about this. (laughs) (laughs) So um, it really like balances us out um, for sure. And I feel like we've gotten a lot done because of our dynamic and how we work. Mm. Um, I feel like I'm the starter and Hector's just like the fuel. (laughs) 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 Um, I like that. Yeah. (laughs) So we're... We're for sure like constantly working and doing things. And, and for sure, we are running on passion. Like <laughs> At this point, we're really like excited about everything we do.
1: Yeah. That is so wholesome. We definitely want to have fun with everything we create. And then we definitely want to create a product we feel other people would enjoy. And so it's mm-hmm. like a lot of our what our goal is. what we aim
0: for yeah is your is your end goal to uh no longer have your your day job so you can just kind of focus on this yes yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) yes um yeah that's that's our like number one goal for sure um we just enjoy this so much i don't think i'd ever get tired of doing this um it's just been such a like exciting um, venture that we've had. Um, at the beginning, a lot of people were like, oh, that's cute. You're making this. Like,
1: you oh, know, yeah. um,
2: And when uh, our friends uh, wanted to hang out, we'd say, sorry, we don't have any time um, because we really wanted to do this. And uh, now that it's like, you know, I guess like picking up, um, it's exciting, terrifying, and Just everything above, like, (laughs) uh, just because also comes like with you gotta do taxes and like, (laughs) (laughs) so that's so scary. Taxes, (laughs) like, if I miss something, the government's coming after me. Like, (laughs) so yeah, it's crazy.
0: Uh, It's crazy how the IRS will audit the smaller, lower earning people in stores rather than like the the people that are making millions with loopholes <laughs> it's insane yeah, right.
2: yes it's it's terrifying especially right now with the shutdown um i know that there's a lot of like small restaurants that are like closing shop while you know like big corporations are still allowed to conduct business in the offices and yeah. um in their in their warehouses because um we work in this company that um You know, are still conducting business, and um, just because they're considered like quote unquote essential, um, we're allowed to work as if nothing was happening, and so it's terrible, (laughs) for sure. It's terrible. So, yeah, like we just want to, for sure. Me and Hector, like, our goal is to have a a business that like also we can end up like creating jobs and not like be the terrible bosses that like we've had (laughs) (laughs) yeah we we just want to have like a fun environment and like i don't know really take care of people that work with us because they'd be working with us not for us that's how i'd see it like we're all working towards a goal Mm Well, I'm just here to have fun because and d <laughs> Yeah. When you can't
0: play it, you can start a store.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I,
0: I really hope that becomes uh, realized one day. And I had a, a kind of businessy question uh, yeah. based on the, the Black Friday sales I think you guys had. What was it, Black Friday? Yeah. Yes for a small business when you have those kind of sales does that does that like take a chunk out of your profit margin or is it or is it really helpful to you to have those
2: um like it's like it depends on the item people buy cuz we we try not to bloat our prices um that much and also like the free shipping also sometimes hurts <laughs> uh but i think for the first years that we are in business um Depending on how many orders that we get, we can actually make a profit with, like, discounts. Um, But, yeah, in sales. But if um, we don't have, like, a large amount, then it does stunt to us a little bit. But I think we just had to, like, weigh it out and see. Um, At this point, I think we're really working on, like, gaining people's trust and... Um, building, up building, brand a, name. Mm-hmm, building up our brand name and, and I we've understood that like our first years we're not going to be making like a profit just because um we're buying all this materials oh, material. and um what is it like uh stuff to be able to make the candles like
1: so I like think the, a big goal for mm-hmm. us right now is yes um in the long end we want to eventually you know quit our our day jobs right now i think a big goal for us is to have the business be self-sustaining where we no longer have to pour so much of our own um money our own money into it to have it um keep going and right now it's uh it's starting in that direction so it's really exciting for us also terrifying Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah Uh uh-huh um to be able to have like the store pay for its own like um, its own materials and stuff like that, and not not to have to shell out so much of our own um our own money to keep it running mm-hmm. so that's really exciting for us yeah and-, and I think that's the next big hurdle to get to that point where it's self sustaining like completely self sustaining
0: mm-hmm. yeah, and that startup money, the money you're using to get those materials um is that straight out of pocket, or are you guys doing like a business loan?
2: No, that's straight out of pocket. <laughs>
0: Amazing, yeah, that's definitely passion. <laughs> <laughs> it's running this wild.
2: Yeah, we're like, okay, we just got paid. Uh, what do we need? Yeah, <laughs> for sure. And, awesome. Um, for a time, we were just eating like cup of noodles too. I was like, I feel like I'm back in college. Like <laughs> oh, no. that's still college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Um, I make like this, um, quote unquote college ramen. So I'll just like cook my ham a little, or I can like make bacon and then cut it in like little, you know, strips or just tiny bacon bits. Um, and I just like have a pot. I'll put my noodles in there and then as I'm cooking it, I'll just add an egg and let it like cook. And just put like frozen, uh, (laughs) frozen veggies in it, and then the bacon in there. And if you want to be fancy, you could go get some, like, you know, dried up seaweed snacks and (laughs) put it in there. There's your ramen. (laughs) It's
0: basically gourmet.
2: Yes. (laughs) So for sure, we're like, we went a while eating like that. So that was. That was fun. <laughs> it was so good though. Oh, uh, that was. really good. <laughs> but for sure we need like better nutrition. <laughs>
1: we're eating cereal now.
2: Yeah, yeah, we're eating cereal <laughs> too.
0: Added, added cereal to your diet, you're fine. Yeah.
2: <laughs> That's part of like a good breakfast. <laughs> <Brains and dairy.
0: laughs> yeah. Oatmeal. Oatmeal's a good relatively inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: yeah. But for sure it's all out of pocket. Um but like Hector said recently, it's been like um less and less. But there are times where we uh do have to be like, okay, we have to buy this part. Um Alright, so I'll go ahead and purchase, yeah, it. We'll Just purchase straight it out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's for sure um a learning curve when um we also get really resourceful, like uh <laughs> how can we get this stuff for free (laughs) (laughs) you know like how can we how can we use this um for free like and just get creative um sometimes we'll um schedule our like instagram posts we'll we'll be at work and we can't really like be active all the time and so there's like we sometimes run out of how many posts we can use per um, account that we have. Oh, yes. So, we have, um, uh, I think, Lately Social, and we also have Hootsuite. Hootsuite, and Later. We have those three accounts, so we're able to be like on our um, Instagram and stuff like that while we're at work.
1: To post, uh-huh.
2: <laughs> So for sure like becoming resourceful has helped us out a lot and um just like also knowing what kind of business we wanted to be um because we technically just being the two of us we can't really like do everything we want to do that's just like impossible unless we have the money to pay people <laughs> for sure yeah. but
1: at the moment it's just <clears throat> us, us two working <clears throat> pretty yes. much full time in our own business. Mm-hmm. Um do 8 hours at our day job and then come home and do another what, 8 hours. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, we go. We go to bed like uh sometimes at one Yeah. We're having fun. For yeah. sure. Like um we'll be working and either like listening to scary stuff on YouTube. <laughs> 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 listening to metal if it's not too late yeah. and um yeah. Just also we had been rewatching uh, Adventure Time, so that was fun.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, we just have something around in the background.
0: Mm-hmm. When you said scary stuff on YouTube, I'm like, ah, so the news. All right.
2: <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, this day and age, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I am impressed knowing that, you know, you guys are a small operation, some of this is out of pocket and uh you know, I remember getting my box and it had uh just this really nice presentation with the the paper in it, the packing peanuts and when just the uh attention to detail with your your card and there's like a little thank you note and matches and of course the product themselves were well packaged and it is impressive what like two people running a small business can do to appear to be like so much more than that
2: thank you <laughs> yeah thank, yes, you. thank you
0: yeah <laughs> yeah it was definitely like ah oh, yeah they have their shit together <laughs> <laughs> the uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. appearance is spot on
2: we run on passion and ramen <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah well it's working
2: <laughs> ramen's so good thank you <laughs> It really is. Yes. yes is. <laughs> Sometimes we'll treat ourselves and actually buy ramen. Oh, yeah. I'll yes. be like, yes, and some edamame. Like yeah. <laughs> But Thank you. Thank you for that. It's It means a lot to us to hear that you liked it. Yes. <laughs> we really do try. Like, oh, my God, the paper ripped. Start over. Like yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's, that's- like we, recently, it's been exciting because we, we were printing. Right now, we're still printing our own labels, mm-hmm. still printing some of our own packaging stickers. Uh, we pack and ship everything here, print all our labels to ship out. Um, we recently got some stickers done, which I still have to put up on the website. Yeah. <laughs> but we've been sending those out with uh, real, like with, with a larger orders, um, namely anything that's like free shipping because like $25 or above we will send out um, dragon stickers that I think I put up on Twitter that we recently got printed from someone else. And it's really exciting to finally have someone else print those. And we got them in a really large batch. So we don't have to um, print those ourselves anymore. we print out our labels and save our, our printer ink for that pretty much.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, ink is no joke. That right there yeah. is expensive.
1: <laughs> no.
2: So, that's how we became resourceful. Um, <laughs> ink, like, when you buy them from the manufacturer, you know, like, straight out of, like, Canon, because um, we have a Canon printer, uh, they're, like, 60 bucks yeah. or, you know, really expensive. It costs money. And we're like, oh, my God, you know, we're going to be printing everything. That's just going to kill us. Like, just printing, might as well just send it out to get printed. But these print shops have a minimum order quantity. So that's also, like, we have a lot of candles. So we can't really afford to get a huge all of these just labels. Yeah. yeah. So we're like, what are we going to do? Um, and so I think Office Depot... Has refurbished printer cartridges, yeah. <laughs> and they work just the same. It's the same cartridge; they just fill it up with ink. Cause that's you know when you recycle the ancient yeah. cartridges and you give them back, I think to like Office Depot, they just
1: do that. You just refill, repackage, and you can. And use... you,
2: and they come like super cheap. They're uh, the ones that we buy are twenty bucks. Yeah.
1: Mhm. Um, and they work great. They work yes. amazing. Work the same.
0: Clever, yeah. I think something simpler like finding a kind of like a generic brand of the same kind of ink on Amazon. I was like, wow, this is way cheaper.
2: Oh, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> we have learned to be really resourceful.
0: <laughs> I bet so uh is there anything you guys would like the listeners to know uh before we wrap up about you guys, about your shop, about your experiences?
2: Um I think Don't be afraid to start your business. I feel like a lot of us are entrepreneurs and um, we're or we're starters for something. But um, the what ifs sometimes weigh out Mm -hmm. your passion and don't be afraid to start anything because your ideas are unique and you can you know you're bringing something new to people and they will be excited if they see you excited so just do it <laughs> essentially like um go for it because it's exciting to see somebody going out there and creating something because it's inspiring um i for sure was inspired by a lot of people having their own small businesses and i thought Wow, they're doing it like that's so awesome. We can do this too. And so we've just been inspired by a lot of like great creators to continue our, our work um and yeah, just you know, follow your gut. You think it's a great idea, go for it. You know, disregard people if they think that it's not going to work. Um that's how like a lot of things are created a lot of people don't believe in them and they turn out to be like this super cool idea because you believed in it so people will follow people people love helping out too so if you guys need help with anything just shoot us a message we love to help (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) that's a, a wonderful message and just this conversation has been inspiring to me to do more in my personal life with the hobbies that I want to be working on. Um, nothing as ambitious as like a storefront, but just putting in that passion.
1: Yeah,
2: for yeah, sure. Yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> We're super happy. Thank you for like talking to us. We're yeah. super excited. We're like, oh, my gosh, you want to talk to us. <laughs> yeah,
0: you guys have been on my list for a while. I was like, oh, I hope they I hope they want to um so this has yeah. been great thank you
2: <laughs> yeah thank you thank you
0: yeah uh thank you both laura and hector for taking the time to talk to me and participate in the experience quest i hope we can catch up again some other time as well
2: yeah for sure Um super excited to hear this <laughs>
1: yeah no kidding thank you for talking with us mm-hmm.
0: Thank you for joining me on the Experience Quest. I hope you enjoyed the journey and that you have a lovely day. If you would like to be part of this show and share your experiences, feel free to reach out on Twitter or on my website, and we will get something going. Thank you again for taking the time to listen.